That is Sam Smith, Unholy, at 6.41 at 92.9. JB here for the final day of summer 2023. Autumn upon us tomorrow. Here's a lighthearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's, it's the, the feed. feed. It's the feed. Elvis Francois was on his boat in the Caribbean when he was dragged out to sea by bad weather after engraving help into the boat. He was eventually rescued a full 700 miles from where he started. Apparently, amongst all this, he survived nearly a month on board the lost boat by just eating nothing but a bottle of tomato ketchup combined with garlic powder and stock cubes. He explained with no food, I managed to mix up Heinz ketchup, garlic powder, Maggi stock cubes, with a bit of water. And now, Heinz want to track him down. In an Instagram post, the company wrote, You may remember Elvis Francois as the brave sailor who survived on nothing but ketchup and spices while adrift at sea for 24 days. Well, now Heinz wants to celebrate his safe return home and help him with a brand new boat. But we can't seem to find him. So we're setting this message adrift into the sea of the internet because if anyone can help us find him, it's you. Requesting people get in touch with them if they can help the message ended with the hashtags find the ketchup boat guy, hashtag message in a bottle and hashtag do your thing. Seemingly having no success in their search, Heinz then posted a map of Dominica a couple of days later saying Square mile, 290, villages, 53, towns, 18, Elvis Francois, question mark. And they're still hunting. Apparently, Heinz said they want to give Francois a new state-of-the-art boat, which, you might be wondering, will be equipped with a full navigational technology to avoid another disaster in the future. I was about to say, that's probably why he's not answering his request. I don't know whether the fella wants a boat again. Probably not the greatest gift from Heinz. I mean, yeah, okay, sure. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's going to have all the navigational safety features and things like that. But I mean, you know, I'm sure the guy would probably prefer like, I don't know, air travel or something. I mean, I don't know. 6.44. That is the feed. And of course, if you do know Elvis Francois, let us know. We'll put him in touch with Heinz. That is Pink Trustful here at 92.9 and JB for breakfast. Talk about the longest you've had one job. I mean, Pink, number one on the ARIA charts, the sixth album in a row to go to number one. Uh, she's only had number one albums since 2006. So, I mean, that's a long... If mm. you count that, that's... My maths is crap, but 2000, <laughs> 2006 to now, what's that? That's... 17 years of in being in the business of having number one albums. That's, That's a good. long time to hold down a job. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm clutching out straws here. Uh, so Blue Illusion in Peel Street, they're celebrating their 10th birthday today, the 28th of February uh, they opened 10 years ago. Here in Tamworth? Yeah, yeah, yeah here okay. in Tamworth. And um, two staff members there, uh, Anne and Felicity, they, they were there 
when the doors opened ten years ago. Whoa! So ten years with the one with the one job. So it got me thinking: longest you've ever had a job? Mm, what's the longest you've had a job for, JB? I did. Uh, well, I did eight and a half years in 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 the one company. I did six and a half in the Coffs Harbour branch. Okay, yeah. So that that was that was a, that was a respectable ten years. I was the longest staff member that had held that position down in that office. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, ra- but radio's fine. We shift we shift around all the time. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, but it's then, not uncommon. But then polar opposites, occasionally there's those dudes in radio that have been there for like 40 years. Yeah. And you go, wow, okay. Yeah. Some crazy ones on our Facebook page. There was one guy on here. I can't find out. I don't think it had the job on there, but he had literally done 50 years in two weeks in the one job. I mean, hope- I would love to talk to some of you guys who have actually stayed in your jobs this long because it, I find it so fascinating. I'm someone who has not held down a job for more than a year <laughs> since I left high school. Um, and, I mean, the pandemic had something to do with it yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was made redundant. But in saying that, yeah. I'm someone who just... I get either get bored yeah. or I'm looking for my next challenge yeah. or, I mean, I worked in hospitality, so you just chase the work. I mean, there'd be lulls in one in one job. So yeah. you just go get another job and you go back to that job or whatnot. Yeah. And then in radio, I mean, most people move yeah. around, especially journalism. Yeah. Because you're yeah, always yeah. just chasing, yeah. where's the next challenge, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just would love to sit down with some of you guys and be like, how? How do you mentally stay in a job 50 years? I, th- I find it so impressive. I think it's one of those things that, like, I don't think this generation's going to do it anymore mm. that there was like my granddad did 35 or 36 mm. years at a, a paint manufacturing plant mm. you know where where you literally you leave school you get one job you stay yeah. there forever i don't think yeah. that kind unless you unless you it, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be rarer more than mm, the rule it's going to be the exception not the norm now i think you yeah. know i think you know back in the day if you had 35 years at a job people went oh, okay cool good on you yeah um now if you say i've had 35 years at one job it's wow okay wow, that's yeah, crazy that's impressive crazy how do you do it oh my gosh yeah yeah sharon said her husband's been at the same job a locomotive maintainer for 37 years as of next week oh wow so congratulations uh, the husband who's the locomotive maintainer for 37 years. There you go. That's a, That sounds like I know nothing about trains, but that sounds like a very specialised kind of job. Yeah, yeah. Being a locomotive man. Yeah, and also I, I guess being being in one job, that doesn't mean you've held the same position within one job. I no. mean, there's, you could have gone through so many yeah. different roles within the one job. So yeah. that would make sense because you're still chasing that next challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's or, true. you know. Career progression. Yeah, um, interesting. Cassandra said her mum's been at Kale's Chemist for 22 years. That's that's pretty good. Had a couple of 22s here. And I would like to say that if you're staying at your job for this long, man, they must be a bloody damn good workplace to work for. Very. That's it, exactly. Yeah. Thumbs so I up. think, yeah, thumbs all, up to the companies. All <laughs> the reviews on seek.com.au yeah. for that one. I've I, actually never read a seek review. Oh, I love that. I was oh, about really? to say that was the best part of that webpage. Oh. When, why didn't they put that up there earlier? So about like five years ago, Seek went, you know what will make our site really, really, really good now? Let's get people to review the companies that they work for. Do they still do that? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, because still... I've never so, checked it out and I obviously get my I jobs get... off Seek. This is what I do at work here when I get bored. <laughs> I get a coffee. I sit at my desk. I go to seek.com.au. I put in a random job, random business, and read the employees' reviews. As someone, it is awesome. As someone who Highly studied recommend. algorithms at uni, that gives me 
Oh, no, I don't like the Do fact it. that that's going to stuff up someone's algorithm. The Your algorithm are must amazing. be so skewed, and I don't like that. The reviews are amazing. <laughs> Do it. It's entertaining. I highly recommend it. The longest you've held down one job, 676-229-929, Tamworth on our Facebook page. And well done, Anne and Felicity and Blue Illusion, 10 years. Well done. 17 past 7 here at 92.9. This is a case of irony right now. Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. But it does. That is Anastasia at 92.9, left outside alone. JB here. That is it for me. Back again tomorrow, $130 with our Harvey Norman Smash for Cash. Still $250 with our Speaking of Sport. Couldn't give it away this morning. Even Warwick Kappa wasn't the right answer, which was very disappointing. We'll have to get... Don't, have to get Kappa on. Yeah, I have to sure. g- give him give him a some airtime to yeah, promote his uh, Warwick Cappuccinos. <laughs> um, and uh, also on the show tomorrow as well, plenty of other bits and pieces. It's that it's that hectic tomorrow. I can't remember exactly what they are. There's lots, lots happening. Tune in. Hey, uh, mm. what's the, so Blue Illusion in town? They celebrated their tenth anniversary of opening the store today. Oh, Not congrats. only is that yeah, congratulations. Not yeah. only is that cool. Felicity and Anne, two of the staff there, have been there since the day it opened. Oh, wow. Well, happy anniversary. Yeah. So Great stuff. 10 years in the one job. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the longest? You've had a couple of long jobs, which I is have, cool. yeah. yeah. Um, nursing was, I think, around 12 years, and then I left that to go to an insurance company, and I worked there for 15 years. 15? That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks. Congratulations. Thanks. It was a while ago now. Well done. Oh, look, that's good. <laughs> yeah, great job. Uh, I mentioned this before. Robert is uh, has been a retained firefighter with Fire and Rescue New South Wales Station 448 South Tamworth for 50 years while also working a full-time job at the same time. Wow. So that is impressive. Like 50 wow. years with the one organisation. I'm assuming in that's an unpaid amazing. role being retained firefighters. So that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. That great is, work. Yeah, very Thank you for your service. Good job. Oh, for sure. Mm. Renee, nine, 19.5 years with Coles, which is very impressive. Okay. That's good. Yeah, right. Well done. Um, Someone here did, uh, I think it was like 20, 20, Jasmine, 23 years at Big W Tamworth. So well oh, done there. Wow. Well done. Isn't there, I think there's a few long serving yeah. at Big W, isn't there? Yeah, there is. and Because uh, it's the, the first one. Yeah. Big I W Tamworth. Okay, well done. Yeah. yeah great. Uh, there's um, uh, it seems to be like the Coles, Woolworths, Big W's. You do get a lot of long-time staff that mm. seem to stick around. Yeah, yeah. Um, my brother, I think, has done twenty years at Woolworths next year. Oh wow! I'm pretty sure he's coming up to that. So yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. a mate of mine, a schoolmate of mine, who worked at Coles here. I think he's moved to another Coles now, but has worked at Coles pretty much since we left school. So I think yeah, yeah and has moved around a bit and done quite a bit. Yeah. But I think there's quite a, yeah years there too. Yeah, for him and my sister, I think's got like thirty years in the job that she she does some nursing. As oh well. wow! Yeah. Okay, I'd have to ask her. Your, Long time. It's in, in your blood to stick with the one stick job. Stick around, yep. Beautiful. Yep. Kylie, her husband spent 51 years and two weeks in his job until his retirement in December last year. You've got to remember that two weeks. That makes all the difference. Wow. 51 years in two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, it's important when you get to that. Yep, good job. You hope you get, uh, surely you got a gold pen or something for that for You'd, 51 yeah. years in the one job. Yeah, imagine the long service leave on that. 
Jeez. <laughs> if not, you could buy your old, own gold pen with that, <laughs> yeah, couldn't you? Good. That's crazy. <laughs> well done. You have an awesome day. Chat to you tomorrow. Dies up next with the 9 at 9. If you're looking for a career in agriculture, Hutchin and Pierce are currently looking for service. 741 with Post Malone. That is cooped up at 92.9 JB here. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel, the 2022 play clearance on now. It's time for JB to share in a cafe coffee with someone, chatting about what's going on locally, nationally, or internationally. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Break. And from Married at First Sight, back on our small screens this evening, 7.30. Duncan, how are you, mate? Good morning, JB. How are you? Very well. Thank you so much for catching up with me this morning. Great to chat. Thanks for having me on. No, Appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. It's been a bit of a roller coaster ride on, on MAFS this year. Uh, we've had a lot to go through over the last couple of weeks. Out of all the sort of um, weeks on the show and and challenges you have to go through, like you get the honeymoon box, there's, in, there's intimacy week, there's this week, there's that week... Looking back on it, what what was probably the the one that was the most challenging, I guess? Yeah, look, I've got to say not too much of it was challenging. If I talk about myself and Alyssa here, um, yeah. we've we had a you know, we've had a really good start to the relationship. We've um there's a little bit of a rocky road the other the other night on Sunday when um obviously Alyssa didn't agree that uh I'd stayed in contact with um both the boys involved in the in the cheating scandal as well as the girls and she didn't want me to do that. But I think that if a friend does something wrong you mm. you stick by them but you also call them out for their behaviour and, yeah. and pull them aside. So tried to do that. Um we had a different opinion. That was that was pretty hard to work through. But um look obviously last night I got to meet um Alyssa's mother and um um I loved uh, getting peppered with questions from uh from mother in law. I'd imagine from uh, watching this season and previous seasons of the show as well, that's got to be one of the more challenging weeks on the show is actually getting out there into the the great wide world with the person that you've been entered into the experiment with and, and meeting their family. I mean, that is the their rock and, you know, they're letting you into uh, to their family. That's that's got to be that's got to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, that is for for a lot of people. It was uh, it was a pretty scary or confrontational type scenario. Um, I'd met Debbie, Alyssa's mother, at the wedding. Um, yeah. She actually did a Chinese face reading on me and said she likes my ears, which oh. is um, a compliment that I don't think I've had too many times. So um, <laughs> I thought going into uh, this week meeting Debbie again and, and getting uh, further questions from her, I was I was pretty at ease because she'd made me feel like that the first time I'd met her. But if you look at some of the other contestants on the show. Um, there was obviously, you know, some pretty hard conversations with some parents and um, de- definitely uh, a pretty scary week for, for some of the couples. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was Alyssa sort of what you imagined you'd get when you told the uh, the experts what you were looking for in a, in, in, a, in a wife when you entered the experiment? Yeah, I, um, look, if, if, when I put, uh, you know, you go through the application process and there's lots of different questions, um, I obviously ticked, there's a, there's a box where you tick whether you'd um, like or not like somebody to have a child. And I said I didn't. it didn't bother me either way. Mm. Um, obviously, being 36 and a lot of my friends and, and um, uh, you know, have, have children or are with people with children, and that's just a part of my life. So um, that, was, that was never uh, an issue for me. Um, and in terms of sort of, I guess, looks and how a partner is um, 
physically. Um, I've, you know, my, my partners from the past were all very different looking women with dark hair or blonde hair and from different um, parts of the world as well. So I can't really say I have a type. Um, it's more just uh, a fall for the, for the person that they are and, and what they bring to the relationship. The good old magazines have been circulating in the last week or so about you keeping in touch with your exes. Um, that That's all sort of in, I imagine, in, in good friendly faith. There's no malice in there. It's a little bit of yeah, uh, the, the, the usual clickbaity headlines. Yeah, look, I think a bit of clickbaity headlines. Um, I don't really read too much of those magazines, but um, I would never put myself uh, or my relationship in a position where, um, you know, um, there was questions being asked because of me being, you know, too, in too much contact with partners. Um, I'm hardly in contact with anyone that I went out with. At the same time, I always maintain, you know, a level of courtesy and, and friendship with people I've gone out with in the past that have been a part of my life. And, like, I'd like to think that most people would... You know, extend that courtesy to their to their ex partners. Um, it's a real shame when you t- meet someone and they tell you that they, you know, every person they've ever gone out with is a bad person. Yeah. Well, then you know the common denominator <laughs> might be the person saying. That. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 very true. Uh, they, they, Alyssa mentioned in last night's episode, sort of a bit of a concern about whether your sort of morals align anymore from that the cheating scandal. Um, what what that was that kind of the first um, time in the the experiment where you kind of went maybe this this isn't to be. Yeah, look, that was definitely a hiccup in our in our journey. Um, I I really didn't agree with Alyssa, but as I sat on the couch, you know, we can have difference of opinion and we can still see where each other are coming from and mm. why. Mm. Alyssa was extremely upset that. Um, I reached out to Adam to see how he was going after he cheated, but I also reached out to Jesse and I reached out to Janelle. So um, that's my personality. Um, you can ho- you can reach out to people, hold them accountable for their actions, but also talk to them about you know what they're not going to do, you know how their mental health is, um, and 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 try to make sure that they're a better person for that. And obviously, I got asked by the experts if you know this was a, a troubling piece for me, and um, it. You know, it was definitely a hiccup that um, that we're trying to work through. Look, eventually, sooner rather than later, everyone's going to have arguments and these things pop up. And sometimes, you know what, it's better having it sooner rather than later, to be honest with you. And at least, you know, you guys have the support there and the experts to be able to chat to and work these things through. So that's that's a positive. Oh, exactly. Look, I, um, I, a lot of people get very worried about their time on the couch with the experts yeah. uh, and get very nervous beforehand. I loved it. But that's because I leaned into what they said. Um, I agreed with what they said. I, you know, you got to hold yourself accountable and, and bring up the things that you're not happy with about yourself. And if you do that, I think you can learn a lot as you go on the, on the journey. They're all qualified experts in their fields. Um, and so I really took on whatever they said. Favorite couple on the show? We're playing favorites now. You got to, you got to. Oh, <laughs> look, it's probably got to be Tani and Ollie. Um, yeah. Just head over heels from day dot. Yeah. Um, no issues. Just aligned with each other on everything. I know there's a rumor that they might be related. They're obviously not. Um, there's a second cousin that's married to Tani's cousin, so there's no there's no blood there, <laughs> bloodlines, I should say. Um, and they're just they're just two great people.
Yeah, I got I got only a couple of weeks ago to explain that whole relationship thing and and uh, trying to, trying to explain it without a large whiteboard and a large bit of butcher's paper and some permanent markers. It was near impossible, so exactly. <laughs> we left that one alone. Yeah. Hey, um, Duncan, thank you so much for the chat. You're you're a cybersecurity expert, so I imagine at the moment you are very 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 busy in that space. So I'll I'll let you get back to um protecting people's personal data. I imagine very busy. Oh, I am very busy. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, thank you for having me on. And uh, yeah, a jam-packed day at work. So um, I'll get back into it, but uh, hopefully we can chat soon. Yeah, definitely. Love to get you back on for another chat. And Duncan, thank you so much for your time. All the best. Thanks, JB. My absolute pleasure. Duncan there from Married at First Sight and our McDonald's Mac Cafe coffee break. And of course, you can grab their Mac Value bundle at Macca's today. Two large burgers, two small burgers for dinner, along with fries and drinks for $26.95. Pick one up today at drive through available between 10.30 a.m. and midnight at participating restaurants. See the McDonald's website for more details. And of course, Married at First Sight back on NBN this evening from 7.30. That is D-Light. Groove is in the heart at 17 past 8 here at 92.9. And JB for breakfast, Country Autos. GWM Havel, Mayor for Tamworth Regional Council, Russell Webb joins me for a chat. Uh, Mr. Russell, thank you so much for coming in. How are you? I'm uh, wonderful today. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners on a, on a nice clear day yeah. after a rather stormy night. It was, there yeah. There was lightning and thunder everywhere. Not much rain. No, no, no. Only a smidgen, but lots of lightning. That's for sure. It was oh. impressive to look at. Hope it didn't start any fires anywhere. No, I think we're all good. So that's, that's, that's good. Hey, um, the, a lot, a heap of sporting events coming through town over the next um, a couple of months. We've got a few state championships on the boil as well, but... A heap going on. I mean, this is this is really good. Tonight at the Tamworth Regional Council meeting, a couple of fee waivers are being discussed. I mean, a lot of people go, you know, why are you wavering fees? But, I mean, the flow-on effects um, for these events coming to town and able to be put on because council, you know, do waiver some of those fees or maybe add some infrastructure um, to help out putting these events on, it's, you know... It just comes back in in waves from participants coming here and the the tourism flow on effects as well. So what have we got coming up? Look, we've got um, we actually we've got three applications before us tonight, which is uh, unusual. It's a bit more than normal. Yeah. We've got the uh, the Tamworth Women's International Rugby Tens Tournament that's going to be held in April, and that's a that's a very big uh, tournament. It uh, hosts normally about two thousand visitors to wow. the city with forty eight teams travelling to our region. So that's a great one. Yeah. Uh, of course, then you've got the Country Rugby Union Championships, uh, and that'll be uh, we'll be looking at approving hopefully tonight some funding for that. Uh, that will bring a lot of supporters also to the city, and again showcases our city. And I think the the one of interest is the pri- the New South Wales Primary School Sports Association and the North West School Sports Association. They're hosting a uh, some championships here, some state championships. Yeah. It'll be the first time we'll actually have, we'll actually see. Four state championships wow. being held in yep. a regional centre like Tamworth in in one week in one weekend or yep. one week. It's just a it's a fantastic thing. So why did they pick us? Um, they picked us last year. Yeah. And why did they pick us again? And they picked us because of the quality of the facilities here that we've got, uh, in particular with basketball and hockey. Fantastic facilities, but it certainly gives uh, us as a region time to showcase the city. Yeah. Whilst we're bringing all of those people into the city, they're spending money mm. uh, supporting our businesses, and that's very important. Uh, you know, you don't have a vibrant city unless you've got vibrant businesses and good uh, good business economy. 
but it showcases the city to all of those people. They'll go home and talk about Tamworth, and mm. and of, often that will attract further investment uh, years down the track yeah. for the city. So <clears throat> it's a it's a good way to spend some of our money mm. uh, encouraging sport, but also encouraging people to come here from other centres, spending their money within our businesses, but at the same time saying to people out there in other centres, in particular Sydney and the metropolitan areas, yeah. Tamworth's not a bad place to come to, Tamworth's a good place to live, Tamworth's a good place to invest. Yeah. So the money that we're investing into this, some people might say, well, you maybe you shouldn't do that, but I would say, yes, you should do that. Mm. We're supporting our kids, we're mm. supporting sport, and yeah. we're supporting the opportunity for other people to come here and learn about our city. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, this So tonight, uh, there's going to be a report, uh, information handed down about the CSIRO and the reverse osmo- forward and reverse osmosis. Um, give us some details about that, because obviously there's been a lot of discussion about various things to do with in the water space over the last five or six years. It's been a you know very heavily debated topic. Um, so what is this? Give us a bit more clarity on this. Okay, well, what we're looking at is, at the moment, we're hearing a lot and we're, we're doing as much uh, groundwork as we can with both state and federal government to get funding for a uh, water purification plant. Yeah. Uh, now, that is using existing technology, so we've got to make sure that the community doesn't get um, somewhat confused with this. Yeah. Um, the report we're talking about tonight is for forward osmosis, reverse osmosis. It's new technology we're trialling, and the CSIR have been doing that. Yep. Um, we've got a, a grant from the government to do some 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 of this. Yeah. And, of course, that is some time away. There's a lot more work to do in that field. And, of course, the CSIRO, uh, working with Hunter H2O and our council at our water treatment plant, are trying to fine-tune yep. that newer technology. So that's something that we'll probably see into the future and it'll be good for water recycling uh, yeah. in a different sort of a way but in a similar way but a different sort of a way. Yeah. The water purification plant that we're banging on to the government and trying to get funding for to help us with our water security is existing technology. Okay. Uh, and it is, a, uh, it is a program that we need to get up and running. We need to get the government to fund that to help our city and our region with our water security. That technology is already there, it's already working, it's already been proven. It's just about getting all of those government agencies on side to make sure that they can back that particular, uh, I guess, that particular technology and supplying us with industrial uh, water, reuse water for industrial use and industrial use only, not for drinking, but just for industrial use. So that's good. So we just need to make sure that we don't confuse uh, what the uh, item in the report tonight is uh, which is about the CSIRO. Uh, it's a wastewater treatment plant, and it's a trial, yeah. but it's new technology. Uh, so there's two different... It do- so it doesn't jeopardise the current plans about the industrial <coughs> use of, re- of of recycled water? doesn't jeopardise yeah. it any, yeah. in, in any way, shape, or form. It won't impact on that because this is a different technology, yeah. uh, somewhat similar, but a, a lot newer and more, yeah. uh, I guess, more innovative technology. And yeah. these all of these things take time yeah. to to get right, uh, and of course we hope that we can see that uh, moving forward into the future and we can get some benefit out of that, but it might be some years away. But the water purification plant that we're talking about, uh, that we're wanting for our city to give us better water security in the years to come, is existing technology and somewhat different to that. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Tell us about the, uh, the, the future improvement funds. That's going to be discussed tonight at the council meeting as well. Yeah, uh, actually it's uh, it's called a facility Sorry. improvement. 
facility. Uh, I can't yeah. read my own handwriting. No, writing. that's all right. <laughs> a, a facility improvement <laughs> fund program, and we we put aside each year about fifty thousand bucks to yeah. give to some of the three five five committees out there on application uh, to upgrade things like. For example, the Bendemere Town Hall, uh, yep. they're looking for some support there to do some work on the hall out there. The Katingal Recreational Reserve Committee, they'll be looking for some stuff. The Pyalamore Recreation Reserve Committee, they're looking for some uh, some money uh, to do some tank relocations and a memorial garden. Uh, Weabonga Hall, there are lots of, uh, lots of organisations out there that actually community working for the community yep. and the council need to support them. So... We've actually going to try and allocate with the support of the council this last tonight, hopefully, um, about 32000 of that to go into that program now. Yeah. And we'll release another program which will be launched in March and we'll release the other 18500 okay. uh, through that second program. So it's just spending money in the communities to help the community grow the, each of their yeah. communities and make them a better place to be in. Yeah, no, I love it. Fantastic. And finally, this is always exciting when this comes around every year. I think it's kind of like one of the big tourism focal points we have on the uh, the Tamworth event calendar each year and that is of course Taste Tamworth coming up in March. Oh this Taste Tamworth is a great time, yeah. uh, great, <laughs> great time to eat some wonderful food, yeah. taste, taste some of our uh, region's uh, product and of course get engaged with different, different little businesses around yeah. over that uh, sort of 10 days of uh, what uh, you know there's there's an events on every day yeah. it culminates on the 19th uh, on the sunday the 19th in bicentennial park where there'll be that your gold coin donation you yeah. go into the park uh, that gold coin donation goes to charity i think uh, but you go into the park and then you go around you can buy all these different types of uh, food and beverage um, you know from from within our community that's yeah. produced by businesses and community groups within our community it is a great day yeah uh, and of course but along the way uh, for that whole 10 days is every day there's something yeah and something will take somebody's um, fancy i'm actually a bit interested in the master pasta oh master pasta there's, there's a, yeah right there's some classes on that okay so i'm a bit i'll probably yeah, end right. up having a crack at uh, going yeah. to that and paying whatever you got to pay 30 bucks <laughs> or whatever it is and Go and try and learn how to make pasta. But there's there's something on <laughs> yes. every day. So a uh, very exciting time. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, I think that if the community as a whole, and they do generally uh, get hold of it and, and yes. get into it and get involved in it, most of the things that are on after hours. So yes. you can go to work during the day and then go out and enjoy the night and get involved in one of those uh Events, yeah. One of those events, and there's one there where you can go and learn to paint. You just take a bottle of wine, and oh. I think a lot of people will go to that, and they'll just chat and yeah, and <laughs> maybe <do it>. paint, but <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly You've, paint. But yeah, it'll be. Might a, be surprised how it looks in the morning when you yeah. wake up. <laughs> but, that, but there's some amazing food producers we've got around the region, though. That's one big thing in our. I, I've seen pop up over the last decade in Tamworth. So many breweries popping up, distilleries, wineries food producers it's that's been a massive expansion space in the last 10 years so it's great that we're able to showcase that over that festival which seems to get bigger and bigger each year so oh it is it's, it's really fantastic good. and i mean the region produces a lot of good things i mean we had the country uh, the country uh, cup uh, yes. the races yep. on the weekend uh, the prd the uh, yeah, the, the uh, charity ball on Saturday. They had the charity Saturday. ball yes. on uh, yeah. Saturday night, and they raised a heap of money yeah. with that. Like, yeah. well, it was good to see. It went to yeah. five different charities yeah. or five different charitable organisations. Yeah. So they're the things yeah. that uh, make our city as great as it is. That's it. 
Hey, Russell, thank you so much for coming in for a chat. We'll catch up in a fortnight. Good to see you again. Thank you, and uh, every everyone out there listening, have a good day. Thank you. A28.